the fuck is up? This is the Constant State of Annoyance Podcast, and I am your host, George Blaha. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for misclicking. I'm just glad you're here. I'm glad that you're watching me and you're not watching the news because I honestly could not stand it anymore. It's just, it's like the same news cycle over and over again, the same people, the same stories, the same sad attempts of like, oh, but this is good news. Um, Kids, you know, seniors are having their graduation sitting in their cars with their parents. Hooray for them for having a creative way to celebrate their graduation. Like, who the fuck wants to sit in, in, in their car with their parents in one of the biggest air quotes moment of their life like really who the fuck wants that dude the point of graduating from high school is to fucking get to second base on prom and get shit faced that's the only point of high school to be honest okay that's like the peak of your life it's supposed to be and then it's like downhill because because then you start realizing that oh like there are limitations to my life because all your life you know, for like middle school, elementary school especially, and, and even high school, everyone's telling you you could be whoever you want to be. If you want to do it and you go after it, you could you could get it. You can get it. You have no limitations. You, you go walking around life believing that there are no limitations. You know, you, you, you've ever seen how cocky high schoolers and people who are in their first year, first semester of college are? They're so cocky. They're so confident in their ability to take over the world. You know, like, like because they still haven't experienced, like, tough circumstances and shit. And they're so co- cocky in their fucking ability to become engineers. Meanwhile, they are fucking... They're fucking failing pre-cal one. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they're still confident. Yeah, I'm going to be an engineer someday. And they're fucking failing physics. You know? Well, the, well, no, they haven't gone to physics yet. Because you have to pass like pre-cal one, pre-cal two. And calculus to finally take physics. It's fucking wild, man. It really is, but that's like the best time of your life because you you haven't realized that as a human being, there are limits. Like when you start realizing that, oh my God, like most of the things, number one, most of the things that I propose to do in my life, like I could barely concentrate because we live in this fucking world where all of our thoughts, are, it's so hard to like concentrate you know, all of our thoughts are tainted because we're all used to, like, easy fucking streams of dopamine TV, the computer, internet, video games, porn. So it's like we're not used to, like, as this this society especially, we're not used to, like, just concentrating on, on one hard thing and then, like, reaping that reward afterwards. It's not something we're fucking used to. You know what I mean? It's really hard for a lot of people, you know? And then you fucking like drop out of your first, out of your first class, and that like reality starts cracking. So like high school is like the best time of your life, dude. Depending the attitude, depending if you were cool, you know, if your glasses weren't too thick, you were having a blast, you know. If your fucking skirt wasn't too long, you were having a blast. You had a lot of friends. 
you know, if you were fun to look at, you know, you were <laughs> having a blast. If you were cute, really, it's like, <laughs> we're just, just fun to be around, you know, ugly, funny people made it too. It just sucks, man, because it's like, you're a senior, bro. You are like on the top of the pecking order. This is the last year you have to fucking finger a minor and no one asking any questions, you know? <laughs> depending the state where you are, you know, depending the age, maybe you could get away with it legally, maybe not. I'm not saying I'm for that. I'm just saying that, that that's the option that you have on the table. You know what I mean? I, I remember I remember when I was like 18 years old, when I hit 18, it was kind of weird for me because like I knew that legally and it also kind of like felt weird like you that that I couldn't date 18 year olds because, you know, of the whole like because of the law, basically. And I know like if you're 18 and you're dating a 16 year old, like. In some people's eyes, that's seen as okay. Everyone has different points of view on this. Like, I don't even know. Because normally, like, guys, as a guy, you normally date people who are, like, three years below you. You know, you you date younger people because, obviously, guys mature a little, you know, less fast than women. So, you date, you know, unmature chicks, people who are on the same maturity level. So when you're 18, you can't date 15-year-olds, <laughs> you know? So then you're, like, on this weird quest of, like, trying to bang an 18-year-old, someone your same age, but all the 18-year-olds around you are fucking 21 or higher-year-olds, and you don't even know what to do, man. It's slim pickings as an 18-year-old, you know? You're, you're walking around. You barely know how to be a human. This is your first time in air quotes, society, because, you know, because you're in college, but college is a controlled environment. That's not a real place, you know? That is not a real place. College does not prepare you for, like, life's problems, you know? Like, having three exams on the same day isn't a real-world problem. You're not gonna... <laughs> it's not something you worry about. You know, they don't teach you how to pay the bills in fucking college. You know what I mean? And fucking, but being 18, dude, it's like being 18, the first half of being 18, you know, when you're when you're graduating from prom and shit. That's that's where it that's where it gets super good, man. It's great. Prom's great. You fucking finger someone, you get shit faced, you know? You, you create beautiful memo memories, and then it's downhill from there, man. <laughs> then it's downhill. Then you realize, oh, shit. I'm not going to be a marine biologist. I don't have the mental capabilities of being one. Nor do I even know if I want to be one. Then you start getting lost and shit, you know? But you have no real-life experience to be like, okay, I like, you know, I'm into this, that, and this, you know, I've, I, then maybe I should study that. Like, you really don't know what to study because you haven't lived. You haven't existed in the real world, you know? You haven't worked a shitty job to understand what a shitty job feels like, which, by the way, understanding what a shitty job feels like pushes you to do better in school, by the way, anyone who's going to college and hasn't had a job 
that's a different animal than someone who's like just working or someone who's doing like college and work. They're two different people. You know what I mean? But these poor fucking kids, man. And everyone's like, I don't, I understand the notion of, oh my God, people are dying and all these, and all these soccer moms are just worrying about the child's prom. Like, like how insensitive do you have to be? And I understand that point of view. I understand where you're coming from, but there aren't really bodies piling outside the emergency room. There aren't mass graves, you know, dog on the football field of a high school. That's not what's going on here. I'm not saying coronavirus isn't real. I'm just saying that I could fuck it. I understand how frustrating it is, especially, you know, kids that aren't like high risk to like die from this fucking virus. So it's like, it's like, it sucks for it's the, it's, it sucks. Why do you think, why do you think your mom pushed you? I, I, I don't know. You, I'm, well, of course, everyone's mom is different, but I want to believe that we would live in a world where, you know, everyone had the same experience as me because, you know, that's how the ego works. No. <laughs> but no, all these like, you know, moms that care, you know, moms that fucking didn't conceive their child doggy style. If you conceived your dog, your your child doggy style that that wasn't by choice that child was an accident by the way if you're <laughs> okay no one's out there like making love you know i would imagine if you're going to conceive a child by the way you, you're gonna want to do it with like with, with with love you're gonna want to make that child with thrusts of love i wouldn't know because like you know, because the way I bang, I I like banging super pornographically. I like I like tap 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 tapping. I I, I like power fucking. But I don't think when you're conceiving a child, do you like power fuck it, or do you like just like you know wait wait for the spermicides to produce in your balls a little? You know, just like let them develop. You know, into like strong. You know spermicides, well-developed, healthy spermicides, and then, you know, your balls are just, like, so full. They're so full of cum that you just, like, cum and and three pumps. Is that what making a child feels like? Because there's no way that people are power-fucking and have it and, and 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 trying to make kids by power-fucking. There's no way that that's the case. <laughs> You know, and people who have sex with like pregos, do they power fuck pregos? Like I would be so afraid to hurt my child by power fucking, you know what I mean? Like I couldn't, I'm, I'm really aggressive having sex. So it's like, I, I really couldn't fuck my pregnant wife. I, I don't, I don't know. Like she's going to have to let me, I don't know, visit a massage parlor or something. We're going to have to work out a deal because I don't, <laughs> I don't want my child to be born with a cleft palate. Because I was I was power fucking, you know, his mom during the whole pregnancy. I don't want that to be the case. Because obviously that's how cleft palates are formed. Because <laughs> moms were power fucked during the pregnancy. <laughs> My point being is that I do have some empathy for these kids. 
you know, because after that, it's just downhill, you know, responsibilities that for some reason no one actually warned you or like sat down to talk to you or if they did try to sit down and talk to you about how hard it is to be an adult, all the responsibilities that are going to fall on you when they did try to sit down and talk to you about that, you were, you, you know, your, your frontal lobe is still fucking developing and you're 18 so you're fucking hindering that fucking development with 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 alcohol weed and shit you know doing dumb shit getting minor head injuries as a dumb teen so it's like you know it's it is what it is and 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 you don't have the maturity my point being is like if you're 18 right now i i feel for you for not having a prom um and of course not everyone has the best high school experience you know like that's just that's just the cards that are dealt to you if you're ugly, but <laughs> I'm kidding. Whatever, whatever. You know what I mean. But I don't know. I believe that a lot of people shouldn't. This this is this this, this is what I truly believe. I believe that a lot of people shouldn't rush into college. You really shouldn't. You really like right. I'm 23 right now. Um. Uh, when I began my college journey, I I was in. I did engineering, you know, and the reason why I picked engineering is because, number one, the engineering school that I wanted to go to, that I was accepted in, um, it was, like, super far away from my house. I just wanted to get out of my house. That was the real reason to pick engineering, you know, because the top engineering school in Puerto Rico is on the other side of the island, you know. It's a fucking four-hour drive of my house, you know, four hours away, different people, dude. One hour away from my house, it's it's just totally different people from the place that I live, dude. That's how wild Puerto Rico is. That's how wild any area is. You know, people change, you know. Like, most people are like, oh, my God, I hate everybody. But it's because they, they move. But that's hard, too. Moving is hard. So it's, not, it's not that simple. And I wanted to do that, but, you know, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't understand how money worked, and like for the longest time, I didn't realize that 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 that, that we were poor. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know. And my mom's like, "Yeah, no, you can't afford to fucking live on the other side of the island. I, 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 you know, you can't go there." So I went to like this private school, this private university that that was like in my area, and I got in for free. I got free education, dude. This is how why this like because I've been in I've been in quarantine, just like looking at my life, and it's just what a what a weird. What a weird path I took to existing as as a twenty three year old, you know. And I'm still young. There's a lot of things that I could change, but I don't even I don't even fuck my life, man. My my point being is that you know I I study engineering, but I I, I don't even know why I picked that. You know, I was I was like a four GPA student. I, I liked math. I love math. I still like math. And I picked engineering because the people are like, oh, you look at science and math, then go be an engineer. That pays a lot. And you're like, well, I guess. I don't know. Because I don't know. I didn't truly know. I didn't truly research it. You know, co- you know, coding sounded fun, but I never actually coded. Anyone that's going to go into engineering, by the way, do not go to computer. Uh, because I took computer engineering, by the way. Of course, there's other engineering branches. But do not go to computer engineering without learning at least two, you know, the basics of at least two programming languages because if you don't like that you're fucked i didn't know i didn't like programming i didn't know that you know and i was just so miserable i was so miserable because i wasn't doing something i liked and then i fucking dis- discovered stand up which was crack which is like the worst thing in the world stand up comedy 
is essentially career crack. It's going to ruin any chances of you getting a job just like crack. <laughs> you know, you keep on going back for more even though it fucking, you know, it's super unhealthy for you in economically in a career sense because, you know, you're doing stand-up comedy, you're fucking socializing with, with like the stand-up comedy scene and the people around it, you're staying up late at night, you're drinking a lot, and then, you know, when you have to go to your fucking job, whatever that job seems to be, you, you're running on three hours of sleep, so there's that aspect, the only thing you think about is about comedy, you don't think about savings, you don't think about... Like, comedy ruined my life. Discovering this bullshit ruined my fucking existence. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I keep on, just like crack, just like crack, I keep on going back for more. Comedy has barely given me a fucking scent and like a moron. And, it's, and it sucks. It sucks. I was talking about this with a couple of other comics that it sucks how hard how hard it is to love something this much that doesn't pay and that may never pay. It may never pay. And this is all I think about. And like, that's not how the world works. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like I should, I should have started going to college now. I should have picked a career now. I should have never gone into college because I didn't know what the real world was like. I should have taken a couple of jobs, a couple of shitty jobs to understand, okay, yeah, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life, you know? Focus on college and, you know, do comedy on the side, but mostly college and, you know, and, and, and at that point, I would have appreciated my courses a little more. Like, the older I get, the more I'm appreciating things. I used to not be able to appreciate shit, dude. Like, I was just some angry, angsty teenager, dude. So, it's like, if you're an angry, angsty teenager, like, don't listen to your parents. Don't listen to your fucking uncle. Don't listen to your stupid cousins. Do not rush to a degree. Go to community college, you know. If that's, you know, you know, if that's an option, but just don't, don't, don't go for that hefty degree without actually understanding who you are, what working feels like, and without exposing yourself to the real world and to different situations, you know, like just how the fuck, how the fuck is someone that, that their whole life has for the last three years has, has been around the same like 250 people in their school every day you know they have the same schedule they have no control over their lives how the fuck do those people how the fuck are they going to know that they want to be doctors how the fuck are they going to know that they want to be marine biologists you don't know these things the only reason the only reason most of you fucks when you're 18 the most re the only reason that most of you pick all these fancy college courses is because number one, everybody, all of your aunts, uncles, any fucking dumb relative fucking pats you on the back after you tell them the major that you choose, dude. Okay? You, you, you're you getting that reward. You're getting that goddamn, like, good, good, you know, good, good job, tiger reward. You're getting patted on the back. You know, when you haven't even done the work, you don't even know what the fuck you got yourself into. And now you're getting yourself into all this fucking debt because you're living in the moment, you know? Everybody wants you to live in the moment. 
You know, I swear to God, the whole like mantra, this whole like culture of living the now, living the moment was all is a fucking credit card marketing scheme, dude. Medit Buddhism, meditation, a credit card marketing scheme, because when you live in the moment, you start maxing out credit cards, banks. Start flooding your your phone with calls. Living in the moment is such a bullshit concept, dude. Eat a bag of dicks. Live in the moment. You know what I mean? Live in the moment. That's why a lot of people, dude. That's why a lot of people barely fit in their jeans. That's why a lot of people have to keep on upgrading the size of their jeans every three months. Because they're living in the moment and decide to get their fries with, with fucking bacon and cheese. Live in the moment. There's consequences to living too much in the moment. You fuck. It's crazy, dude. But I do feel bad for all these. I do. I, I, don't, I don't care. I understand where you're coming from. But I do feel bad for these kids. Because this is the best moment of your life. It is. It's just down here. It's just downhill after that, dude. Most people don't make it. Most people realize, oh, my dreams aren't going to come true down the line. You know, when life hits you in the face, when you realize that, you, oh, shit, you have to be your own parent. All, all the responsibility that you have to, like, put on yourself when, when, when you're a fucking, when you become a fucking adult. It's all just overwhelming. You know what I mean? But as a high schooler, you have this, like, certain amount of freedom, you know? And, and during high school is when you're, like, most conscious. It's when you're most, like there when you could like kind of not really process what's going on and understand and appreciate it as, as much as as your puberty riddled mind is capable of appreciating things you know it's wild it's wild man it's wild but i'm fucking tired of the news dude i'm tired of the same things i'm tired of seeing i'm tired of trump it's not it's not because i hate uh, whatever all presidents suck but i'm just i'm tired I, I don't care i'm tired I'm tired. Can something interesting happen? Ha happen? Can something crazy happen? Happen? I feel like I've seen the word happen weirdly. Can something just crazy happen? Like, for fuck's sakes, can a fucking cult of asymptomatic corona-infected people arise from all this chaos? Just a cult, dude. Like, and they have the whole get-up, they're wearing robes. You know, they all shaved their head, shaved their eyebrows. You know, the leader is the only one wearing a mustache. Me. They all have like tattooed plus signs, positive signs, the positive symbol tattooed on their fucking forehead. You know, and at first it's all like cute. It's like, oh my God, look at these people. Like they are like, they're taking this seriously, but you know. At first, it's like a movement to like end quarantine because obviously not everyone agrees with the with quarantine. And I don't think you're an idiot if you don't agree with quarantine because in reality, none of us know what the fuck's happening with the coronavirus. And at first, it starts like that. Like, hey, we're, we're asymptomatic. There's a lot of us. So, like, why should all all of us suffer, you know, for like the 10 per, for for the 2 or 3% or I think it was like, what, 5% that's going to die. Like, that's the that's the argument they start making. But then they start going a little bit crazy, you know. They start saying publicly that the reason why they are infected with coronavirus and they're asymptomatic. The reason why they are infected with coronavirus and they're asymptomatic is because they are the chosen people of God. And that God is manifesting himself. 
God himself has manifested his essence, his glory into the coronavirus. He's manifested himself in this form to get rid of sinners, to get rid of all the people that are not obeying his order. And that maybe God is not as strict as we all believe. Like, yeah, whatever, be gay, jerk off. But if you're like a glutton, if you're like a serial killer and no one knows, you know, he infects you and kills you. And that's what these people start saying, man. We are the chosen people of God. And, and, and they start ramping things up like infect everyone. They want to start infecting everyone. At first, all they do is just like, is like start picking off joggers, you know, that are running alone. You know, they fucking surprise attack him with wet willies, <laughs> you know. They fucking, but first they like wrestle him down into submission with purple nurples and Indian burns. Yeah, why not go full childish? And then they give him a wet willy and, and, and run away. They try to infect as many people as possible. They're breaking in homes and giving wet willies. They're breaking in homes and, and, and putting cloths on the faces of sleeping people. Wet cloths. You fucking wake up. You're freaking the fuck out. Oh my God, they're going to harvest my organs. They're going to harvest my beautiful organs. Some like hell freak, you know, that, that, that they have an irrational fear of getting their organs har harvested. You know, because they're constantly advertising themselves online of how, how healthy they are. <laughs> you know, some like health nut is like actually afraid of getting their organs harvested. <laughs> you know, they're great organs, man. Like, of course, of course, you, of course, you want to, you want to, you want, you want to fucking kidnap me and strip me for parts. Of course. Look at me. I'm amazing. <laughs> Haven't had a cigarette, a drop of alcohol ever. I'm fuck, man. I'm the face of health. Literally, I'm, I've been the face of health magazine for the last 10 issues. You know? And they fucking put a wet cloth on you. You freak out. You think it's chloroform. They, they hold you down, put the cloth on you, and then run away. And you're like, what the fuck? And then you touch your face, and there's like a booger on your mustache. You're like, what, what was that? What was that? And it wasn't chloroform. It wasn't chloroform. It was a fucking rag that 50 people that were infected with coronavirus sneezed in. That's going to be their weapon. That's going to be their weapon. But then they get a little greedy. Then they start going for a little bit more people. They start doing terrorist attacks on supermarkets. They go to the supermarket on a busy day. They go to the supermarket on a busy day with fucking water guns filled with corona-infected saliva that they all have been saving up for weeks. And they, and they start shooting people in the eyes. <laughs> you know, they start bombing hospitals. They start bombing hospitals because the doctors, according to them, the doctors that are curing coronavirus patients are going against the will of God. You know what I mean? They start fucking interfering the news with their own pirate broadcast on TV, asking for everybody to rise up, get infected, and join their army. They start trying to, to make people believe that coronavirus isn't as bad as it should be. If you're a good person, 
if you're a good person, you're going to let us, you're going to fucking let us spit in your asshole and get infected with corona. And you're going to see that you're not going to get symptoms and you're going to survive. Because if you're a good person, God's not going to do that to you. And they start, they, they, they start doing pirate broadcasts, you know, and they start like saving up money, you know. The FBI, the CIA's after them. They start saving money because they want because they want to buy a plane. They want to buy a plane. W- one of those like planes that like they use to like put out forest fires. One of those helicopters that they use to put out forest fires, and they just want to fill that up with like corona-infested saliva, and just want and, and they just want to throw that. On top of New York City or some shit like that. Like, why cannot something like that happen on the news? Why can something interesting like that happen on the news? I have to use my own brain to think these things because I'm bored. I'm bored of the same thing. Can the Pope get coronavirus and die? I would love to see the array of dead Pope jokes that are going to arrive on Twitter. Instead, I get the same crap, the same quarantine hack jokes. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of talking, me personally, because it's hard for me to like write jokes about other things because other things aren't happening. I'm not experiencing other things. All I am experiencing is the same fucking day over and over again. I am bored to death. I need something to happen. I'm understimulated. It's driving me crazy and I just, I'm so, I'm so done. Okay, I, I really, I need something else to happen. I need a dead pulp or not even that. Dude, like when the F, when, when the F, I was, I was going to say the F-U-O. Jesus Christ. The, when the UFO sight, sighting happened and everyone was like, oh, just because it's an unidentified flying object doesn't mean that it's aliens. Can you shut the fuck up? Can you shut, there's nothing else happening. Nothing else interesting is going on. Can you stop ruining everybody else's parade? Can we at least believe this to feel good? Stupid. Nothing, no, literally nothing's going on. Asshole. <laughs> I'm so done, dude. I'm so done. If there are UFOs out there, can, can, can I just get abducted, please? Can I please? Can, can my shits, like, I don't care, dude, if I'm, like, abducted by aliens and I get my fucking asshole plugged with a tracking device. I don't care if that tracking device is going to make me push a little bit harder to get the poop out of my asshole. I don't mind if it clogs it up a little bit. I just, I just, just for a moment, can I just, can we get out, can I get out of here? Can you take me to your spaceship? Can I please get abducted? And can I please be sold as a sex slave in Uranus? Can something happen? I don't want to be here anymore. I want to change up the scenarios. I'm bored. I'm tired. Can we switch it up a little bit? Can I please get abducted by aliens? I would make it easy. This is how easy I'm going to make it for the aliens. I will smell poppers before going to sleep. I will take horse tranquilizers. Well, I would do that anyways. But I would take muscle horse tranquilizers to relax my asshole. I would smell poppers, jerk off 27 times, go to sleep outside. I would construct a landing strip so the aliens know where I am. I will make it easy for you. What? You ran out of fucking tracking anal devices? Fucking go to the back of the storage room, 
blow off the dust on your or, or older models. I don't care if they're big. I don't care if they may cause hemorrhoids. Anal fissures. Put that shit up me, dude. But just give me a couple of minutes outside of this hell. Can you make... Dude, being abducted by aliens right now would just... Would just take my mind off the whole coronavirus. <laughs> it will make me stop thinking about it, dude. I want to get... I want some weird, like... Uh, supernatural shit to happen to me because I just, I need to put, to put my mind on something else. This pandemic is boring. We're not burning bodies. Bodies are not piling up on the street. Like it's so it's, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. People don't have jobs. I'm done. Can something else happen? Can we figure something out? Because I'm fucking done. Let me get that inspirational quote. I need some fucking inspiration, you know? Fuck. Okay, I don't even know if there's going to be an inspirational quote of the week because I just, because I decided, because for the longest time I've been typing in like coronavirus inspirational quotes just to see what asshole would try to take this in their hands and what they are going to do with it. And this is what I, this is what I stumbled upon. So CNN, right, they have this like blog page, just like this post and on top of it, it's 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 called the Wisdom Project. You know what I mean? And then it says inspirational quotes to get us through the coronavirus shutdown. And I'm like, oh boy, if CNN is doing this, there's no way that it's going to be good. And this is what I this is what I found. I swear to God, these are the quotes that CNN decided to provide. These are these are the sentences that in CNN's mind. They're like, you know what? This is going to help the masses. This is what the people need to hear, dude. This is going to shift their perspective and they're going to have a better day because of it. This is, I'm, I'm going to say three of the quotes, dude. The first one is keep calm, carry on. <laughs> what? Yeah, the, the second one is the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. You want to know what the last one is? The last one is the worst of them all. The last one is don't worry, be happy. Hey, CNN, like, can we, when all this is over, can we storm this the, the central CNN, you know, base of operations? Can we just fucking light it on fucking fire? I'm done with these people. Not only are they constantly lying, you know, to the public, but then they throw this bullshit. Whoever actually feels better, who actually, who, whoever actually is like, oh my god, thank, I'm so glad I clicked on this, uh, on this, on this link, and they read, don't worry, be happy, and that's what fucking cheers them up. I really wish I had the same amount of brain damage that you have. Anyways, that's the podcast. I hope you motherfuckers enjoyed it. If you're not following the podcast on social media, please follow the podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. All that information's on the episode notes. Um, if you really enjoyed this podcast, hey, share it with a friend. I, I, th that really helps me out. Also, if um, check out my the video skits I'm doing. Stand up is dead. Stand up is gonna be dead for the rest of the year. Maybe next year. Who the fuck knows? So I decided to shift my comedic energy, if that's even a fucking thing, <laughs> into doing videos. Check them out. I put a lot of work into them, and I'm. And, and I've done a lot of funny videos, and I'm really proud of them. So please check that out. But anyways, I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Peace the fuck out.